Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another SLG Meetup. I hope everybody's doing fantastic today. I'm, I'm very excited about today's guest because he's a very successful real estate broker from Toronto, Canada. His name is Hamed Amidan. I hope I pronounced it pro properly. And he is um, not only commercial, but also residential real estate broker and the co-founder of the 8 Real Estate Group. What Hello. Up, my friend? How, you How are you? I'm doing excellent. And you? I'm good, I'm good. Listen, Hamid, I'm very happy that you're here today with us. I was making a quick intro by yourself, you know, super successful commercial and residential real estate broker in Toronto, Canada, also the co-founder of the 8 Real Estate Group. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what is happening that makes Toronto so exciting and upbeating right now. Yeah, so, so my journey started in Canada in 2014 and where I started uh, buying and flipping houses, uh, renovating them and selling them for a profit. And obviously me and my uh, real estate group, D8, we are specialized in a commercial, residential and industrial sector. Gotcha. Uh, what makes Toronto really unique is the amount of the immigration that is coming to the country. And uh, the prices are just keep going up. Uh, I remember since 2014, up to here, we we never had a stop. Uh, only in 2017 and 18, where where the government itself they put uh, a mandatory law where they taxed the foreign buyers 15%, and they started auditing some of the mortgage companies. Their stock crashed down, and all the deals fell fell through. And so many people, including me, lost lost a lot of equity in the houses. So the market came back in in end of uh, 2019, like we saw the hike again in 20, uh, end of 2019. And until today, 2022, for the past two years, the market are just going up very, very insanely. So for example, if you would, if you would buy a house for 800,000 in the, in the, in the around GTA or Toronto itself, that house is now around 1.5, 1.4 million wow. dollars. So let's say, you put a 20% down of 800,000, that's 160. And now what? It's 1.5, you're making uh, an additional like five, $600,000 on your 150. So the, the, so the return was a 3X or 4X, I would say. Yeah, which is not pretty common in other places. Yeah, that's, that's the residential sector, yeah. We have do, you see, do you see Hamid that going up throughout these next couple of years? So the thing is, what happened uh, before, before we go to the COVID, and I even made a story about it, that uh, before people used to buy houses just for investment. Nowadays, people are buying houses also to work from, uh, to exercise, to spend more time with their families uh, since COVID hit. Uh, and still a lot of people are getting to the fact that they don't want to go back to the office. They can work remotely. So they, so the residence is becoming more of a multifunctional use, not only a place where they can, you know, live in it. So I think that take that fact into consideration, and also take the fact of that we have inflation, like the price of the wood that is coming from U.S. is went up, the labor cost went up. So, with everything being said, we might be seeing a slowdown, uh, like in 2008. If you look at the market everywhere in the world, we had a huge inflation and the price has gone up crazy. But now the situation is a bit different. 
So I really can't comment on that, but I think where, where I did, what I studied more, I think we're gonna see more increases in the prices at least for another six months before they, the prices become a city and then we're gonna have another jump after that. So, so especially now where the war between Ukraine and Russia is going on, where, right. where the fuel costs are up, people are slowing down for, like, I can say for the past week, uh, uh, the showings of the house has been reduced. Uh, we have seen so many price changes in the market, but I think that's temporary. Once, once, once the war is, because the war can't be going on forever. I believe the war is gonna stop anytime soon. Uh, in the next seven days, ten days, they're gonna come to an agreement, and then we're gonna see a hike again. And I mean, real estate is a five-year game. That's what I tell everyone. Yeah. If you're buying today, don't sell tomorrow. Wait on it for at least five years because that's gonna guarantee you a good amount of return. So, what has been one of the most challenging things that you've been encountering? I mean, uh, like. For example, in the month of January, me and my team, we have generated over $107 million in offers on papers. That was our activity uh, only for the month of January this year. But we had challenges getting the seller accepting those offers. So the sellers always want more money for their properties. That when, when we have a, a realistic buyer and we have an unrealistic seller, that's where the challenge comes to convince them to take the offer. And uh, that, that happens all the time. When it comes to spaces for business and the whole commercial space in Toronto, because I know you've been facing a quite difficult situation with the COVID restrictions being a bit more tight than in other destinations. So how has that affect the commercial space? So uh, we sold a couple of good commercial plazas during the 2020 in the middle of COVID where it was completely a shutdown, uh, where the buyer took advantage of the vacancy. And like, for example, a property that we sold for 20 million, for example, it was at the 70% vacancy. That's where we see all the coaches in real estate they're talking about. They go for vacant commercial properties where they can increase the rent by 30% or 40%. And uh, they can they can ask for again 34 percent more than what have they they paid for. So the same property that I sold is now fully occupied, and the value is not 20 million dollar anymore. The value is anywhere close to 30 million, 32 million dollar. That's what the seller are asking. So the COVID actually was an opportunity for the people who wanted to enter the commercial sector, uh, but true. not the residential because the residential started a very great hike versus the commercial estate uh, stable, or in some cases, we have seen a lot of power of sale and we have seen a lot of uh, uh, people that even the bank couldn't help them to, you know, stabilize their rent and they have to give up the property. I understand. No, very interesting and it makes total sense. And how do you maneuver to really stay ahead of all the competition? I remember I was on Instagram since uh, 2014. So it's like, uh, what? Uh, eight, uh, eight years, nine years now. And I wasn't, before I even was an agent, I was advertising properties for $50 million, uh, $60 million. I was, I was showing, showcasing properties for, uh, for a lot of top agents in the US and, and UK and in Dubai. And people were asking me that, Hamid, like you don't have the buyer for it. Why are you posting those pictures? And I was saying to them that uh, if you post that specific property, it means you want to attract 
that kind of buyer, obviously the buyer who can't afford that kind of property, they not gonna, they might like the property and follow you, but most likely you are sending a messages out there that uh, this is my, like, like for example, if you wanna buy a, a high-end car, a Lamborghini, you won't go to a Mercedes-Benz showroom, you go to a Lamborghini showroom. So that's, that's how it works. When you start posting and differentiating yourself, uh, by more pushing, by more making a story, by more talking, by more uh, attracting that kind of people. Like those kind of people like to follow your page because they can afford those type of high prices. That's how you build your, your client base. And I've been doing it for the past eight, nine years. And I was one of the very first, I believe, in Toronto where I spent a lot of money on video uh, showcasing the house uh, uh, professionally. And uh, nowadays that we see a lot of people are doing it. I was doing it back then in 2016 where no one was doing it. I love it. No, I mean, perception becomes reality. So by yeah, exactly. showcasing those type of properties, you were giving the perception that that was exactly the type of product that you specialized on. You were understanding better the market and therefore it would become a reality because people then will come to you for that specific product. Yeah, I exactly. Love it. I love so it. you build the platform and then the people will come. In real estate, we say you build it, people will come. So it, it applies to the social media part of it in everywhere. You go build a hotel or a, a building in nowhere, people will still buy, people will come. Maybe it takes longer, but it, the building will be occupied. That's how the big guys in real estate uh, say it. They said, we build it, people will come. People will come. I love it. I want to start quoting you on that one. That's a really nice one. So... Ahmed, let me ask you this, because we always ask this question to all of our guests, and you've been working for many years in the luxury space. But luxury comes in so many shapes and forms, and the word luxury itself, it means completely different thing for so many different people. So what it is to you? Luxury is, I would say, um, you know, the, the terms of luxury has been changed over time. Uh, luxury, we can call a $50 million house a luxury house. We can call a $1 million house a luxury house. Uh, at the end of the day, it's, I would say luxury is where you have your peace in that home, where you are happy with your family, is where you can afford the monthly payments, is where you have no issue carrying it, where, where, where it creates a peaceful life for you. It's not comes only to... Uh, real estate, it doesn't matter whether your house is a million dollar or a hundred million dollar or whatever. I think when you have a peace in your life, when you have a comfortable life, when, you ha when you're making enough uh, income, when the family is happy, when we have good friends around you, I think that's the luxury. It comes in, 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 in different forms. I love it. Luxury equals peace. And nowadays yeah. we need a lot of that luxury, you know, because not everybody can afford the luxury people are stressed because of the COVID, and you know i think we have a very important role to help as many people as we can uh and i think peace peace equal luxury i think that's a, that's the new luxury having a peaceful life that's the new luxury i think that's fantastic well listen last thing i would like to ask you because you're a very upbeat positive and i know you've been going through a lot of personal challenges yeah. but you still became you know, a really successful man out of those situations. Is there anything that you've done throughout your career that has helped you get to where you are today? You know, um, uh, the people who are around me, they know me that I'm extremely honest. And 
when it comes to showing the property or commercial or residential or any property, I will show the negative part of the, the, that home to, uh, to my clients. Like I don't bring them and, and tell them, oh, this is a beautiful house. Look at the ravine, look at the this and that. Or uh, I go firstly on the negative side of it. And I tell, it, and I tell them that upfront, like in my first call. I tell them, listen, uh, this is the bad side to this building, but it has a lot of good potential to it. So that me being very honest and straightforward, I think that's what people like about me the most. And uh, I tell them the, the, the negative side of it, and then we move to a positive side of it. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to drag people to, let's say, um, a commercial building or somewhere where the issue is, uh, it, uh, you know, I don't want to tell the issue later to the people. That's, that's I think, wrong things to do. Um, gotcha. uh, when I wasn't an agent, we had... The call, I had to reject <laughs> Yeah. So when when I wasn't an agent, I was when I when I had an agent to buy my property with before, uh, they would take me to the site and then they would tell me what's the negative things about it. Like I don't like that one. I, I like to tell the negative things, the bad part, first, so we are clear. Then we can go ahead. That makes the deal more easier. Uh, you know, to to uh, to make the transaction happen. Mm -hmm. No, I think honesty is one of the most important values nowadays. Yeah. Especially and sometimes I lose, you know, uh, people, people, they think, you know, that's not the true case, but I don't care. I uh, maybe, you know, sometimes people, when you tell them the truth, they think, no, uh, you're telling them that because you have somebody else with a property, especially when, especially when they like the location, but I don't care if they don't <laughs> believe in me. If they choose right. me, then it means they have to believe in me. They are willing, happily to work with me. If not, then I mean, um, that's their choice. I don't push anyone. 100%. Well, listen, I don't know if you want to add anything else, but for those that are watching or listening, please make sure to follow Hamed. He's a magnificent person, a very successful real estate broker in Toronto. So anything that he's doing along with his company, the Aid Real Estate Group is fantastic. So please make sure to follow him. And my friend, I don't know if you want to add anything else. I would like to thank you for the opportunity that we came here. Hopefully we can do some uh, good transactions this year. I'm sure there are a lot of buyers between Miami and Toronto. Hopefully we can make something happen this year. I love it. Well, thank, thank you for you your so time, much, my friend, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye, bye, -bye. guys. And thanks again for everybody tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember, embrace each beautiful success in life. My name is Alvaro, and I'll see you next time.